Okay, we had a good time talking about the front. You know, let, 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 we should go ahead and talk about water and fountains a little bit because we left off somewhere getting close to talking <laughs> about that. Um, you know, water features should always be in scale with the space that they're in. Landscape architecture is all about space. Gathering space and using it so that the people are having a great time in that space and it, you, you can... You can achieve your dreams and your goals. So when you think about a water feature in the front yard, think about what are you trying to achieve with that? Are you trying to say, hey, this is a nice welcoming feature for your guest? Or are you trying to put something in so that low-flying planes will think that you are owner of a large estate? <laughs> okay? And if that's what you're looking for, then some of those features out there probably will work. But if you're trying to do something comforting, Along the lines of how water was used, you know, in, in many, many front landscapes, entry landscapes for hundreds and hundreds of years where, you know, someone who's traveling to come see you, they want to refresh themselves. They want to rinse off their hands and feet. Many times fountains were used in that way before you enter into the home. If you want to say, hey, we're glad you're here. And this is just a little bit of a, a fun, relaxing visual and sound for you to know that you're ready to enter our home and and this is part of how we want you and to feel. And we're expecting you, right? Right. We've You're planned welcome. for you. Then keep in mind the scale and the size for that. You don't need Niagara Falls out there. Just something which is welcoming and, and subtle, and it will work. So you can do a small little overflowing urn that just has a little hidden basin fountain to it where you've got that small trickle to it. You can use a small wall fountain or something like that. That doesn't have to be large, but it also should be part of the garden setting. It shouldn't be sitting out there as though it fell out of the trunk of your car and someone just pushed it up and left it there in the front yard. And we see a lot of that. They just don't fit the scale or the space. Yeah, typically they are out of scale, which made them too heavy, so you couldn't put them where they needed to go. <laughs> you had to quit and that's it, we're gonna right. put it here. So that's something just to keep in mind. Make sure it becomes part of the garden setting and not something that you drop in the yard and then build something around. And it, it's more than semantics, it really is. It really is a difference in how you're going to view and experience that water feature. You know, I love that, you know, when you prepare and you, you're doing the maintenance and you're keeping your yard, you know that feeling when someone comes over and you've just finished the yard and it looks great and you're just so proud and you're even more relaxed because you can really focus and enjoy them. But it's those times, of course, when people show up and, well, you haven't weeded the bed, you haven't, you know, pruned the flowers, you haven't picked up the trash, the newspapers are out there and that's when, you know, your customer comes over or your friends are coming over and it's that last, and you're like, gosh, I wish I'd picked this up. I wish I'd done this earlier. And you put it off and put it off. And, you're, you're, you know, they, they can tell that you're kind of uncomfortable. You keep it short. You stop the visit. But when we're prepared and we do a plan and we set the stage for activity to happen and you're, you're, you're welcoming people and you're always prepared for that, that front yard is what an investment. It's not just that drive-by where people go by and go, wow, they always keep their yard looking good and, you know, the... The grass isn't growing over the curb or, you know, their mailbox is in good maintenance and the trash can stays up by the house or in the garage. It's it's more than that. It's that, you, that you've got the flowers or that sound of that water like you were talking about. It's welcoming it. and when, it's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, feeling. I love that. Well, so, you, were, you went out to see Shania Twain with your daughters last weekend. Yes. And... And there you were, flowers and champagne. I mean, doesn't does that make you feel wonderful? Loved it. Well, we we were excited mainly because you were so very kind to send them. But it, you know, it brightened up our it brightened up our room. But did you same? send the hummingbird feather bikini too? <laughs> <laughs> That's the picture. I she thought. did have one. I mean, she. No, 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 no. Oh, oh me? <laughs> no. I'm no, but you, but it's the it same way great. in your own home when people come by mm -hmm. and you've got everything set there, and 
and I like to entertain. I know that makes me a little bit of a weird duck to begin with, but I, I love to welcome people. I love it when people come over and, you know, for example, my good friend, uh, David Wilganowski, electrician, does all this work. I know what he likes to drink. Right. If I know he's coming over, I think it's it's almost fun that when he knocks on the open door and I've got his drink right there. He doesn't, yeah. even, he doesn't even come into the house. It's right there it's right for him there. on the front porch. So... Especially if you got, we have a front porch of rocking chairs. It's fun uh-huh. to sit out there, and it's almost the, the pre-entertainment. Before you enter in, we're going to sit out here, have a drink or so. It might be my Irish Catholic way of doing things. Well, it, it we're going to drink our way know. through the house. Oh, no. Well, yes, that could be how he, he would do it. But it lets them know right away that you're relaxed, you're not in any hurry, and they've got your undivided attention, and, and you're here to visit. You're really, you know, reclaim that, that uh, friendship that I think gets we've lost. almost lost... A skill that no one realized was a skill, but the skill that it takes to have a conversation. Visiting has almost turned into something which is an unused skill anymore where, wait a minute, stop everything you're doing. Kind of uncomfortable, right? Visit. Uh Sit and talk. Don't worry about your phone going off, your instant message, this, that, and everything else. Don't worry. You're just going to sit and talk. Nothing else. You don't see that happen too much. Well, and I'm telling you, if you will do that, if you right now say, I'm going to go see someone, you know, Sunday after church or or Friday after work or whenever you plan to go and see that somebody, take the drinks yourself, even if it's just a couple of bottles of water and go by and see maybe that retired person, you know, or another family member that's even across town or just go and spend some time, keep that phone in the car and go in and be undistracted. Help them out with a chore. Do something, you know, if you're just sitting and visiting and listening to their woes of the week or, you know, family problems. I think it's wonderful when we help share those burdens. And you can in the front yard because you have a freedom to get in the car and drive away, walk away, or you have a freedom to stay a little longer and, you know, notice the kids playing across the street or realizing, wow, that kid's gotten really good on the skateboard or, you know, seeing the boys down the street that were playing uh, softball. I love watching the, the kids interact on our street and, you know, the parents sitting up in the driveway. It's just important to get to know your neighborhood, and it is good security. And I think, you know, um, we need to be out there if we're if we're working in the yard and you're doing just that maintenance, or if we're planning further down the road. And you had mentioned in the first hour about all the clients that were calling back that projects that we had done last April and May, done some designs, and nothing happened. People got busy with the summertime, and then school started, and then the holidays, and now they're calling. They're saying, "Man, we let all these six months go by, and we're ready to get going." It, but they had a plan, and if you guys don't have a plan for things to be, you're not going to be successful. You're, I don't think you'll be successful in that front yard. You're not going to be successful when your friends and family show up and they say, hey, we're coming to your house Saturday, mom's sick or whatever, and we've picked your house and you're not ready. You've got to plan ahead and prepare for that. Let me go through a couple of points here, actually five points for putting together a good plan, backyard, front yard, actually plan for anything. The very first thing on when you put together a plan, get inspired and start dreaming. Start getting some ideas. Don't don't try to sit in a corner in a vacuum and come up with what you want to do. Take a look around and see if you're trying to decide if you think you want to put a pool in the backyard. Start looking at lots of fun pools. Go to some of these websites that have all the pools and, and just look at them and say, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. That's kind of fun. Just get yourself inspired and dream about what you could do. And then get educated. Find out something about this. Find someone who really knows what they're talking about. Not the one guy who put in one pool down the street, but find out some people who really have been doing this for a long time. Talk to subcontractors for different pool companies. Find someone who's put in three or four or five pools. Find out as much as you can about designs and how to live in the backyard, which is really different than just a pool. Find out how you want to live back there, how you use space. And then get some help. Find someone who 
is very, very, very good at doing this. Of course, we want you to call us. But if you don't call us, find someone who's been doing it for a long period of time, and they're very, very good at designing outdoor spaces. It's critical before you start spending all that money. Then, once you have this, you have good, solid help, and you probably have to pay for it, but that's okay. You're getting ready to spend some money anyway. Then bring your dreams to earth and decide how you take all these crazy dreams, which are wonderful, and how are they going to fit on your property? And your, your counsel, your consultant is going to help you do that, show you how to make it happen. But the most important thing, I think, we see it happening all the time, is don't forfeit what you know is happening right now in your life for something that might happen in the future. And we see this all the time. We're not going to build that pool here. We're not going to put that patio in here. I don't want to fix the front yard. I don't know if we're going to be here very long. And you say that for four years. You say that for seven years. You say that for 12 years. Finally, you're too dang old to enjoy it. (laughs) So you don't do it anyway. But you know you're living there now, so do it now. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your life now. And I don't mean to be an idiot with your resources and spend yourself under a bridge where you can't eat later on. But enjoy your life now. Because later on, when you can't walk, when you can't breathe right, you're probably not going to go out there and enjoy that around-the-world trip or whatever. I mean, make sure you enjoy it now. Have some fun in the backyard. Enjoy the people around you now. So that you're not just talking about how nice it would have been later, you know. And well, I actually have a friend right now that always, she's saying, oh, we're going to do our yard later on. When we're retired, we're going to do our yard and start having our family over. And I'm like, what? Why would you wait? Why, you know, it starts somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an expensive front yard. It doesn't have to be expensive backyard. Just start somewhere. And when people come over, they don't care if they're eating hot dogs or chilling dogs at your house. They don't care about that. They just want the fellowship with you, honestly. And if you're going and they're having it, people will bring stuff and just say, hey, when you guys come over on Saturday, can you bring a case of Cokes or something? You know, or, but get know, those spaces pack. set out so you can enjoy it now. And you had the best answer for someone a long time ago. They said, well, I don't know if I would spend that kind of money in this house. And you said, well, whose house are you going to spend it in, your neighbors? I mean, come on, enjoy where you are. 